welcome to the My Steel Commodity Podcast. I'm Adam Roussel. In today's episode, we explore what we can expect moving into China's peak demand season in October. I'm joined today by my co-host, Julia Zhu, who will discuss falling lump demand. But first, a rundown of this week's news. China's rebar prices reached a four-month high of 892 U.S. dollars per ton on September 22nd. Demand for construction steel grew by 0.7% that day, while January 22. 2022 futures contracts have risen by nearly 3% since the start of the week. Rebar demand is expected to continue to climb in the weeks ahead. Some of China's key steelmaking hubs have seen their output slump in recent weeks due to new restrictions on output, uh, with North China's Hebei province and East China's Shandong province each posting over 20% on-year declines in the month of August. Demand for Chinese domestically produced concentrates has faltered in recent weeks as a result of ongoing restrictions. Though most domestic miners have been unyielding in their prices, some have begun to waver in response to ongoing sluggish demand. However, iron ore prices rebounded this week on news that China has made moves to alleviate some of the debt burden held by the troubled Evergrande group. It has been decided that Evergrande, whose 300 billion U.S. dollars in outstanding liabilities has been the cause for much concern in both China and around the world in recent months, will receive government support to service some of its domestic debt burdens. This bodes well for the completion of many of the company's ongoing projects, as well as for iron ore and steel demand moving forward. And now to our first feature. Here to discuss China's lump premiums is my co-host today, Julia Chu. Julia, thank you for joining us. Hi everybody, this is Julia. So, um, this week China's stable and porcine lime premiums have been falling steadily in recent months due to rising supplies and domestic pressure on demand, with the My Steel CDX 62.5% lung premium down over 90% since June as a result. And this is largely due to the general decline in iron on demand which is the result of policymakers' ongoing efforts to reduce China's crude steel output in 2021. Whereas previous rounds of production restrictions penalized emissions and thus encouraged lump and pallet usage, and current efforts aimed at total output are focusing steel mills to instead focus on cost-cutting measures, this has resulted in great demand for lower-grade iron ore at expense of lungs at this time. And coke prices now sit at a historical high, and this is also contributing to a falling lung demand. Because pallets requires less coke in the iron making process, and pallets usage has remained relatively stable, various lung usage has fallen steadily as a result. This combined with a rise in shipping arrivals has kept lung prices low for this time of year. And MySteel expects China's lung premiums and the prices to stabilize moving into the fourth quarter. And this is largely due to fewer anticipated shipments amid the rising global demand. While domestic pressures will keep China's lung demand relatively low in the short term, we may also see demand rise in the winter months with intensified emissions restrictions, especially during the 2022 Beijing Olympics. Thank you, Julia. And now for our second feature. Provinces across China have been restricting industrial electricity use in recent months amid what is the country's most severe power shortage in years. These have suppressed both steel production and demand in recent months, 
and come with both prolonged droughts and coal supply disruptions that have severely hindered power plants in the country, especially in the southern provinces. This week saw several provinces impose new restrictions on electric arc furnace or EAF steel mills in an effort to, re to limit electricity consumption while reducing total crude steel output. The province of Jiangsu, China's second largest steelmaker, as well as those of Guizhou, Zhejiang, and others, have all issued new restrictions this week, with some requiring mills to cut their production time to 12 hours per day. Moreover, many provinces are keeping these restrictions in effect until further notice. Recent efforts to reduce China's crude steel production have caused the country's average daily output to fall by 4.1% in August, according to the National Bureau of Statistics. These efforts will likely continue to continue as we move into peak demand season and will more likely cause the prices of finished steel products to continue to fall in the weeks ahead. That's all for this week's My Steel Commodity Podcast. I've been your host, Adam Roussel, Senior Editor for My Steel Iron Ore Analysis. I'd like to thank my co-host, Julia Jew, for joining us today and thank all of you for listening in. We will be on break for the next two weeks for the Chinese Golden Week holidays, but we'll see you back here on October the 15th. Thanks again, everyone. Take care.